stay here and keep out of trouble. Welcome to the Brick City Blockade Podcast. There's the blockade! Join Robin Vogt and Sean Michaud. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. As they break down that galaxy far, far away. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Brick City Blockade Star Wars Podcast Network live here from Exeter TV Studios number 98. It's Robin Vogt here, of course, from the home show. And Sean Michaud, also from the home show. Sean, it's been a long time since we've been in the studio. I know we've been trying to work around our busy schedules to make yeah. sure that this can happen and it's finally here. And we have a ton of news to talk about today. We do, we do. I mean, we got Last Jedi. Yeah. We've got, I mean, we're definitely going to have a discussion about net neutrality as well, yeah, too. Yeah, and that's very important. So if you, if you guys are listening, to you stay tuned for that. So yeah, we're really excited. We got to also break that down. Uh, new, new shows coming out in the future, a uh, new uh, installment of, yeah, new installment of the a new series of, the, of films that's yeah. coming out, and we'll be talking about that. We'll break it all down, all the latest news in Star Wars. Sean, let's first start off, I think, with the Last Jedi stuff, because since we've last talked, I mean, you want to talk about a major campaign that they've been running here at this point. I mean, we're literally, literally a month away, if not less, from The Last Jedi coming out. How excited are you for this film? Because I talked to Brian about it a little bit and Scott on Talking Far, Far Away, but I haven't heard your opinion. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're excited, but... I, I'm very, very excited. I think more... I don't, I don't know why. I'm more excited than The Force Awakens. Yeah. And because, we, like, when The Force Awakens was coming out mm-hmm. and we, were, we didn't have a Star Wars film in such a long time since right. 2005 of The Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And I think just because after two years of a of hype of this new direction of uh, the last Jedi that was going, mm-hmm. it's going to be really exciting to see how this movie will turn out. And I'm very excited to see what the reviews will, the early reviews are. And, yeah. And I think it'll be interesting to see how everything will be played out once December 14th will come out, 15th, 14th, whatever. Whatever day you see it. <laughs> Because there's obviously, there's going to be an entire weekend associated with the release. We know we're going to be off the internet during that time. Yeah. Trying not to get any spoilers. So, yeah, for a couple days. You're right. I mean, it's going to be a time here at the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network. Sean and I, Brian Fontaine, Chris, everybody here. We're going to try to stay off social media as much as possible. It's going to be important because I feel like the post conversation is going to be so crucial. I mean, think about with Force Awakens, Sean. The post conversations, we had what, like 12 episodes just about our thoughts after The Force Awakens. I can only imagine what it's going to be after The Last Jedi. Yeah, the, the first episode that we came, that came back from The Force Awakens, we had, it was like a, at least an hour of just yeah. discussion of it. No, no, that was Rogue One. That was Sorry. Rogue One, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. But after The Force Awakens, I mean, when we first started off this podcast, I think our first 12 episodes were just strictly about the Force Awakens, and even yeah. Rogue One, even when that came out. Yeah, I think the lo- the last shot is going to be it's going to be even more than a, a, at least twelve episodes. <laughs> yeah, to say the of, least. of figures of of discussion of theories, and for, even for the third installment that we don't know yet of the, yeah. the title yet. That's right. I mean, we don't even know what Episode Nine is yet. We're just working off the Last Jedi, Sean. One of the things about the Last Jedi, as we're approaching, we're approaching, we're getting real close. Um, is the presence of The Last Jedi on television 
And mm -hmm. we are seeing spots and even more spots showing up, whether it's for Nissan Rogue or whether it's for just the movie itself. And we're getting new clips with every TV spot that comes out. The latest one that I, and I talked to Brian Fontaine about this, you guys can listen to that on the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network on iTunes and on SoundCloud and on Google Play. But what one specific one that kind of sticks in my mind is the recent one with Luke and Ray. And Luke is saying, what do you see? And, and he's like, Ray! He's like trying to tell her I to think stop. I think I missed that one because there's yeah. so many of the ones. Because the one recently I watched was the one with uh, Poe and Finn. Oh, and, yes. And I, I can't wait to see their, their dynamic relationship when it comes out. But like you said, with the, this new clip, it's going to be very interesting to see the, a Luke and Ray's relationship. Mm. From that, just that uh, clip shows... I don't know what to say. It just, <laughs> it, just, it just shows expression. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just, that's what all of these have done, guys, is they've shown us the relationship. I think The Last Jedi and what Ryan Johnson has done with this based on what we've seen in these TV spots and in trailers, this is going to be a relationship-heavy film, Sean, because I think we're starting where we've had some character progressions. It's now time to move those characters forward. Right, right, and especially with Leia we we had not seen a Leia TV spot and I don't think mm. I don't think we will it's just just because I don't want to see a TV spot of Leia I think it would be interesting to see how her character will be without Leia. without any TV spots mm. maybe they don't want to touch upon it maybe they kind of want to leave that to Laura Dern's character and the conflict that we might see with her and I Leia would like there. to see a DJ yeah, that would be cool. Or a uh, Praetorian Guard, too, because we have not seen That's true. We have not seen it. Does, does that, now, does that tell us how much they're going to be in the movie? Because we have not seen a lot of things about them. Right. Is, are they going to be kind of uh, like Palpatine's... Uh, oh, the Red Guards. The Red Guards, yeah. Like they're, because, again, the Avengers set, they, they were in there for, like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. Like, yeah, and they're basically just standing in front of an elevator yeah, the entire I, time. And I would lo love to see them, the Praetorian Guards, fight mm. and not just stand around. So, Yeah, it's, it's fascinating because the Praetorian Guards, where I'm a huge fan, and you guys can read my article on BrickCityBlockade.com about the Praetorian Guards and some of the origins that might be associated with it, Sean, but the marketing has been so heavy on the Praetorian Guards. I'm worried that they're going the Captain Phasma route where we're going to market these as toy products and we're going to market this as material for jc penny and other places because they're so cool looking and then when it comes to the film there's nothing there for them and the, the, that concerns me a little that's that's just disappointing because like captain phasma was the same thing because it was all for the marketing and mm. and then here comes phasma she didn't get <laughs> as much as as like as finn or or poe right and i would love to see her in because it looks like she's going to have a big role, especially with Finn and her relationship of fighting and all that, yeah. especially from the, from the trailer. So It's a battling relationship. I mean, Finn is really, like, PO'd. He's not really wanting to have to face Phasma in a way, but I think in the same way, just from what we've seen with these trailers and from the TV spots, Sean, is that Finn is on a mission of his own with Rose, and I totally believe it's an infiltration mission at this point. That it, obviously they they get in first order garb, and it looks like they're invading. 
wherever they're going to be or wherever this and, and I think going to be. I think Phasma is going to even be stronger than before because yeah. just like like in the Force, Force, Force Awakens where they'll throw you in the trash to come back to her and you, <laughs> you don't see her ever again. So right. what, ha what happened to her? Yeah. Like maybe maybe when, uh, when Finn meets her, she's going to say, I got out of it like some sneaky way and yeah. fought my way back. And now got a, maybe she has a higher rank now. Right. Kylo Ren. Oh, that's true. She could be above Kylo Ren at this point because of not not above her, but, but have, yeah. have a higher rank, like kind of where kind of where General Hux would be. Right. I could see that because of what happened on Starkiller Base, and how he allowed the infiltration of Starkiller Base, and obviously Phasma allowed the shields to go down. Um, I could totally see that playing out. That's actually a really good point, Sean. Another thing I want to talk about quickly is when it comes to The Last Jedi, what are your feelings on Rey's parentage at this point? Because I feel like these TV spots and trailers have now taken me away from even caring about who's Rey, who are Rey's parents. I want to know more about the storyline than anything else now. Me too. I've seen now, like, even with the, the Battlefront 2, now people are spectating <laughs> that. Oh, Iden Versio yeah, and Del, yeah. I'm like, really? I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. It's enough with the parentage. I just want the story. It, it would be nice to see who raised parents in the, this movie, but do I really care right now? No. No. Maybe wait until the next movie. Right. Wait until episode nine to give something. And that would be kind of cool because we see that Or maybe give a, a little hint or something. I don't know. Mm. But right now, I really don't care. I don't think... It's, is it really that important to the, to the storyline? No. I think the conflict of what Ray's going through with Luke is going to be the storyline, and maybe we don't see Luke as much in this film as we really want to, but I think it's going to be so important, his time on screen. I mean, it, like, you, like you said, if he's not in a, a lot in this movie, is it just all of his parts now on TV? Because we see him in TV spots, the trailers, like... 80% of it. Mm. Well, that kind of worries me if you said it is true. Yeah. And I don't want that to be true. No. I want him to be in it a lot. Yeah. I think he has to be. I think he has we, to be in it. Because we a didn't lot. see as much as Han Solo in the Force Awakens trailer. So, and he, he was in it most of it. Like, yeah. at least, what, 60, 68% of it? Yeah. Yeah. Until he died. Yeah, until we, until we were able to get up to the point where Ray and Finn were able to steal the Millennium Falcon off of Jakku, that's a good portion of that film from that point on in The Force Awakens, that Han Solo's a main part of the storyline with Leia. And I think... And now... And uh, it's hard we, now. It is. Especially with... Well, we know Leia's going to have a big role in this Correct. movie. And she, and she was supposed to be one of the main characters. I mean, she is the main character. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I think she was supposed to be a big main character in the, the last installment. So yeah, and we, we don't know how what direction this will take her. Yeah. And speaking of directions, Sean, and speaking of directors, Ryan Johnson helming the Last Jedi coming out literally a month from now, and now Disney decides to turn around and say, Hey, Ryan, you're gonna get three more films that you get to direct. Your thoughts on that? That's a heavy plate for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, to say the least. But I think... What do you think they could be, these films? What, what do you think that these films could be about? Either I really hope it's something brand, brand new that, no, nothing, that 
not, nothing's even touched about it. Mm. New, new characters that no one has touched about it. That would be very interesting and see if it will play. Either that or going back to earlier stages. <laughs> You're talking Old Republic, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. I would love mm. to see Old Republic. That I think that's or, what or the fans maybe want. Old Republic would be for that new, uh, there's supposedly supposed to be a new TV show coming right. for Disney services. The streaming service. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they focus on that Game of Thrones. What, what have we been talking about on the studio sessions all the time? A Game of Thrones style multi-series show that follows either Old Republic or the Mandalorian background or is something completely new. So maybe they do move that to television and these films are something completely different. But fingers crossed, Darth Revan, Malik. Yeah something that's involved in the Star Wars universe with the Old Republic because we've now got the prequels. We've got Rogue One, which connects them to the original trilogy. And now we have the stuff that goes beyond Force Awakens. And now the canon content is filling in the gap between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. I think it's time to go back in time now. And let's start canonizing some of the Why do we start days. from the very beginning? <laughs> the Big Bang. The Big Bang of Star Wars. That's an interesting approach. Really started as the Jedi and the Sith when they were humanoid forms, kind and that was it. Be kind of like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to trying to think of an example. Be kind of like like Avatar, almost. Kind of, kind of maybe like not without the alternative universe, but like do something what like Wonder Woman did in the beginning oh, and have yeah. a have a story, and then do kind of like like 300 time period, like a 300 movie time period, and of Earth too. Right. Star Wars, like way back. That would be interesting. The origin of the lightsaber when you're talking about the Jedi Sith Wars that they had when they had to wear the packs on the back and have the lightsabers plugged that'd in. Be, that'd be cool. That would be cool to see on screen. And I think based on, first of all, they must have a lot of trust in Ryan Johnson in this film. I mean, that hypes me up even more yeah. for The Last Jedi and it should hype up you Star Wars fans because if they're trusting him with three more films, that means The Last Jedi is is K.A., if you know what I mean. He's the next, he might be the next George Lucas for Star Wars films. Yeah, that's, that's I'm realistic. Not, 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 saying, not saying anything bad about J.J. Abrams, because he did, <laughs> right. he did excellent on Force Awakens, but nothing compared to George Lucas, mm. but he did. That's true. And Ryan Johnson first. might have the approach that's necessary to carry this forward. Because J.J. Abrams was kind of doing, as I get, as a family friendly film and yeah, now, family friendly, yeah. And now this now we know Lost Shadow would be kinda more dark. So Yeah. And for and more specifically for the Rogue One type audience, not necessarily you know, we were there yeah. on Rogue One opening night. There are there are parents that are bringing their kids who are like four and five and we're Sean and I are just sitting there and we're like, Whoa, wait a second. Well, they marketed this thing pretty dark. This isn't gonna be your average Star they, they, Wars. They they haven't marketed Dark for the Lost Jedi, but I think it will be. Yeah. But just for the for the kids' sake, I think it's gonna be less dark. Orcs. The, those ice foxes. I, I can't. Ah, crystal foxes. Yeah, that's because, gonna be huge. They, I can't. They kind of remind me of the the Lothal wolves. Mm. The Lothals. That's yeah. a good point. I didn't even think about that. That they have a resemblance to the Loth wolves in Star Wars Rebels. I know that there was recently, and you guys can check this out. I'm actually gonna post it on the website uh, within the week. Um, but there was actually a behind the scenes to the crystal foxes on crate and s their development and how special effects wise uh, Lucasfilm and um, 
uh, ILM and everybody over there in Disney were able to create these um, crystal foxes. So please make sure to head on over to BrickCityBlockade.com and check out that little uh, teaser piece. But Sean, I think speaking of crate, you and I kind of talked about this ahead of time. In the past, when it comes to Star Wars, you are, you're our music guy here at the network. You know the soundtrack world and everything else when it comes uh, to the galaxy far, far away. Darn Williams, love him, love him to death. <laughs> and you made an interesting point, and I think this is a great jumping off point for this, is that usually when it comes to Star Wars, we see the soundtrack come out either just after, like literally a day after, or just before. We, but we hadn't received news really until more recently. I guess the soundtrack for The Last Jedi is coming out on December 15th, which is a fascinating approach because that's release date for this film. It would make, I think it would make sense just because people are gonna dig into the soundtrack. If it, if it comes out before, like a week before, people are gonna spec, spec sorry, speculate. Job of the hut there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speculate about each each piece and where it's gonna fit. Yeah, it's gonna be, and people are gonna have theories and it's gonna kind of spoil it, kind of. Right. Because because the movie comes out sometimes like in Scotland, it's gonna come out like a week before us. Right. Or not a week, maybe a few days before. Well, Scott. Well, we don't know, but it's and people are gonna spoil all that. So I don't know. I think it's. I think it makes sense. It makes it makes sense to do it on the release date of the movie, just because it's going to be easier for fans to do it. I get why people want to listen to it early just to to get hype because a lot of soundtracks are like like the new newest Thor movie recently came out. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. And the soundtrack came out like a week week ahead, mostly. Soundtracks come out like a week after the movies, so. Hmm. Is there something specifically, Sean, that you would want to hear in this? I know that we've got Battle of Crate in this thing. We've got obviously Ray and Luke training in this. I mean, what are you what are you looking for in this upcoming soundtrack? Being our music guy. Um, I I really like to to see a more dark, a darker soundtrack, kind of like. Um. <laughs> Try to think of it. Well, I mean, the Batman ones were pretty dark. Yeah, Batman, kind of like a, like like an like the Alien movies oh, soundtrack. Oh yeah. But that's true. Have it kind of like, also, maybe kind of like like the Avatar soundtrack as well. Because hmm. kind of ritual thing. I think it would be kind of cool. More tribal sounding. Be, because for, it's the like Jedi. The, yeah, especially for Snoke's. Oh yes. And I think that's gonna You're right. And we know it's going to be, the soundtrack's going to be kind of like a Nazi area thing because of where the John Williams is going to, yeah. I know, I, I'm, the one thing I'm excited for is probably the Snoke's, Snoke soundtracks. Because we, we didn't get really as much as the last episode of his. That's true. But I'll... Also, love to see what Ray's new theme will be. Because mm. I think there will be a second theme, not like the first theme, but it's good. I think it's gonna be a mix of Ray's theme from the first one to something brand new and a little dark, mm. and maybe have a little Vader in it. Oh, Vader that would be great because Ray is being pulled by these both sides. She's being pulled by the light and the dark. 
you're right. I would not be surprised if on this track or on this specifically this soundtrack, um, Sean, that we don't see at like the beginning, we get the traditional Ray theme again, maybe a little bit more updated. Maybe it's got a little bit more of like, like you said, almost like a tribal sound to it. And then at towards the end of this soundtrack, it's like, yep, here's the dark Ray cut to maybe something that we see play out in the film. Who knows? But I would like get 100% Snoke's theme. I think it's going to be pretty epic. Do you have any specific scenes you see in the trailer or in the, the TV spots that you would like to see for like a new, a new piece of soundtrack? I think the Flight of the Resistance from the Force Awakens soundtrack, when they went to Starkiller Base, I love that one because it's got that real rebellion tone to it, uh, resistance tone to it. I want to see that taken to the next level with the Battle of Crate. I want to see a nice balance of like a First Order theme and then a resistance theme battling itself. Um, I would love to see like based a, on a, a, little, a little bit of, of the, 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 the sky battle oh, and the, yes. from, the, from the Revenge of the Sith. Mm, I would in. love to see a little bit Revenge of the Sith soundtrack in this movie. Because I, I absolutely, is one of my favorite soundtracks of the Star Wars, the Revenge of the Sith, because it's, it's done so many. I think it's going to play out into The Last Jedi, I hope. I could see John Williams taking that approach. I could see Ryan Johnson wanting that in, a, in this film, especially that opening, the battle scene. Um, the space scene, the space space scene at the be the space battle at the beginning of uh, Revenge of the Sith. If we could have that with the Battle of Crate, have that same kind of soundtrack, I think this could possibly be. And I, it took me a while to warm up to the Rogue One soundtrack. It took me quite a long time with Michael Giacchino style, but I, I slowly did. And I think now that we're going back to John Williams, we're going to be sitting in the car, or we're going to be listening to it on Spotify, and we're yeah. going to be like, oh, finally. Here we yeah. are, back at the Star Wars universe again, because this John Michael, Williams is our guy. Michael did a really good job with he Rogue did. One, especially coming from from other. Uh, we know him from doing How to Train Your Dragon and The Incredibles. Incredibles two coming out, by the way. If you guys, <laughs> if anyone's excited for, right? But yeah, he's got a past of it. It's true. He he, Michael Giacchino. Uh, Again, I say that it took me a while to warm up, but I think after listening and listening and listening, I, it worked. I think he he could do the if John Williams can't from some able. We've can't, been hearing can't, that too. Can't do for the for the new installments of the. I oh, think yeah. Michael Michael Giacchino could do it. Yeah, that's a hard name too. Giacchino, Michaelino, Cappuccino, Michael Jack, Michael Cappuccino. <laughs> That's going to be one that I have a feeling yeah. is going to... We're going to have to edit the Chichichia song for this episode now and put Michael Giacchino's face on it because that's uh, going to be entertaining. It's hilarious. Sean, we do have to talk about uh, this subject. I know. Uh, you're like, oh, boy, yeah, here okay. we go. Let's get our political shoes on and let's get ready. It's um, not really political. But no, I, I mean, know. it but is, but... <laughs> it's important to us as podcasters because... Everyone's, right everyone's ta is talking about it recently, especially today, yesterday... And a few months ago, it's been talked about. And I think we, we need to talk about net neutrality. And yeah. it's very important for our podcast. And a vote for, it's, it's three to two right now. And it's, we, we, we need one more guy to say yes, and it will be not passed. Right. And it's tough to, to do that because we're going to be losing social media. We're going to be losing uh, music. We're going to be losing our, where we listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, 
uh, Google Play. Google Play, and and just and we can't even. We're not going to be able to search the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Share Star Wars stuff and share anything that they're taking our freedom of speech away. Yeah. In in all honesty, just for money because yeah. it's it's all about money. It was like, come on. And that's the one thing when we when Sean and I sat oh, down. We're not we're not losing it. Yeah, no, we're not losing it. But we're, we're, yeah. we're going to be law passes. We're going to have to pay for more, like five bucks or ten bucks for. Yeah. I think it's five bucks for YouTube. Yeah. Extra is like no, we we don't want to pay extra to watch the videos. Yeah. We have t we have cable for that. It's going to be even for email too. It's like really. Yeah. It's it's a dangerous dangerous thing and and. I want to make something very clear as founder, host, and Sean, co-founder. Here at the Brick City Blockade Star Wars Podcast Network, we want to make it very clear that our approach to net neutrality is always to keep content free for the fans and free for the community. And we're going to continue to do that. And we're going to continue to push a message that is very clear and positive in its most deepest sense can be a very, very dangerous thing to networks and can also be very dangerous to people in networks like us who want to keep the content free for fans. I almost said fee. I'm sorry, because we are not going to charge a no. fee. That's one thing we're never going to do. Sean. That's that's big businesses that's doing it. Is. it. That's, that's Google. That's uh, Yahoo and all the, saying yes. And I have to say bravo to SoundCloud, to Google Play, and to Google for allowing networks like us, and even to Apple. I, big bravo to you, even though I'm not an Apple user. Um, they've allowed podcasts to do these things for free and to allow people to express their thoughts on things with the open world community. And I think that's so important and we gotta keep those networks open and we need support from the American citizens and from global citizens that the American voice and the world's voice, not just America, but the world's voice needs to continue through this format at no charge it's not just to freedom gonna, of speech. It's not just gonna affect the United States, it's gonna affect everyone. I mean, right now it's happening in Portugal. Yeah. Because, it, and they're not having a lot of it, and and it's it's going to happen with with all this Brexit stuff. And I know Scott knows about this and all that. It's and a, we have we yeah. have less than a month away, right around Last Jedi stuff. Yeah. We want to have a good Last Jedi coming out once once we watch the movie. We want to say yes. And I think Sean, as the founders of the Brick City Blockade, we we cannot say it enough. It is the fans that keep the conversation going. It's you who go on to BrickCityBlockade.com, head on over to iTunes and all these places and subscribe, rate and comment, because it is you, the fan, that drives these conversations and allows Sean and I to do these things and to make studio sessions possible. And the great supportive communities across not only the New Hampshire Seacoast, but around the United States and around the globe that we've been able to expand by. And you cannot sit back and we cannot sit back and let these things happen you without could, our voice. You could being do heard. stuff. You could you could sign petitions, you could call your Congress. You could uh you, you could uh there's a I a bot that you could uh text I don't know the number right now, right. but if you we'll we'll post it on, on Twitter but yeah. that it was send a fax to the Congress saying text resist to this number and oh, right I like now, that. Like right, resistance. Resist. Yeah. The resistance. <laughs> the resistance, right? Yeah. That's what that's what Poe's doing. We got to be like Poe. I mean, Poe and Finn. Yeah, we got to be exactly like Poe and Finn. Get some, uh, get some electro blades. And no, I'm kidding. We never do that. That that that's too far. That's like first order stuff. We're not gonna do first no, order. No. We're not the first order here. We're that's not. not we're not government. Yeah, that's true. We're not. We are the Brick City Blockade Star Wars 
Podcast Network. Well, Sean, I think we've broken down a ton of stuff here. We've gone through The Last Jedi. We've gone through some of the stuff about the soundtrack. We've talked about net neutrality, and we've talked about you, the fans. Are there any other further thoughts you think, any last thoughts you'd like to share with us to close out this episode? Um, I, I can't wait for the, for the second half of uh, Rebels. Yeah. And it was su- such a good first half. And I think it, the second half is going to be so, so much better. I'm excited for The Last Jedi. There's probably something floating up there in the ether. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Battlefront 2, I think yeah. we should talk about it just a little bit. I think, I know everyone's having, we know EA's with microtransactions. I know everyone's having a bad time with this. I think you could do what you want to do. You could go buy it if you want. I'm not. I'm not telling you not to buy it. F E A. That seems to be the common message that's uh, going around within the Star Wars. I community. just want a, a Star Wars video game that's good and not Battlefront 2 could have been. It has the PS4, PS2 one, 2005, but mm-hmm. that's true. I don't know. No, that's that's some important thoughts there, Sean. I appreciate that because there is a lot of conflict when it comes to Battlefront 2 right now. I've been seeing the forums. You guys have probably seen them across social media. People are just unsure about this thing right now. They just don't know what to do with it yet. And I think a lot of that is because EA and DICE are trying to do something different, but it's just, it's not clicking. I think DICE wanted to get out, but was, I, I love DICE, but I don't like EA. Was we Remember, we used to play EA Sports. Oh, yeah. And that used to be so much fun. It's be a ton of fun. EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's no no way possible. No. Uh, trying to endorse. EA. No 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 no. But um no. They used to be good. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But and, and you do you have any any last thoughts? I I think probably last thoughts for this episode. Um, Please make sure you guys, if you don't have your tickets for The Last Jedi, please get them now because I've already looked at Regal Cinemas locally here uh, in Newington, New Hampshire. They are sold out for like two months for Last Jedi tickets, including opening night. So you got to get your tickets now if you want to go, go to see O'Neill it. because not many, yeah, people, exactly. not many people go to O'Neill and everyone goes Regal. Go to O'Neill. It's so much better. Yeah. O'Neill Cinemas is going to be a great place. But, I, we might as well plug that. But Regal does have some nice seats. Yes, they do have the reclining seats. But let's plug O'Neill Cinemas while we're at it because, Sean, we have a special event coming up on December 14th at O'Neill Cinemas at Brickyard Square in Epping, New Hampshire. 5 o'clock, right? Yeah, 5 to 10 p.m. We're going to be there from start to end. We are hosting The Last Jedi opening night at O'Neill Cinemas in Epping. You guys have to come out. Festivities start at 5 p.m. Sean, we're going to have cosplaying. We're going to have giveaways. We're even going to be doing a live podcast. So it's going to be yeah. a lot of fun for these fans. We're, we're going to be the host of it, and it's, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. These people are going to have a lot of fun with we, us. We get the privilege to do it. And thank you, O'Neill, for letting us do this. Yes, big shout-out to O'Neill Cinemas have been sponsors and uh, good friends of ours really ever since the beginning. And uh, we really appreciate everything that you've done for the network. Shout-out to Megan as well. Thank you so much, Megan. Yeah, Megan has been absolutely wonderful. So shout-out to you, Megan McLaughlin for everything you're doing with O'Neill Cinemas and the opportunity to do this because I think fans are going to get a lot out of it. Not only that, but they get to interact and have their voices heard. Like we always say here at the network, we get to share their voices on the network, have them come up to the table, have a discussion with us. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna do like a little, not interviews, we're going to do, go around and ask people what, what you guys think. We'll, we'll get we'll get probably videotape it, post on YouTube, and it'd be kind of like a an interview chat run thing. It's like our first red carpet, really, yeah. kind of in a way. Well, we won't be all dressed up unless we feel like wearing well, shirts and ties. Well, we're gonna be also we are dressed up if we're watching. I mean, we have Star Wars stuff on. That's true. We are dressed up. 
That is a very good point. We're going to be wearing shirt, shirts and ties, shirts, shirts and stuff with Brick City on them because that's what you should do is go on Tee Public and make sure to buy a T-shirt over there before the Last Jedi, like Porgus board, or well, I don't, I don't uh, have. <laughs> he doesn't have one, but you can buy one of these Brick City Blockade Podcast well, Network T-shirts. I am repping Nicki Minaj today, so and that's just fine. You can rep Nicki Minaj anytime because I agree with you. I think she is the bomb. Sean, I think it's that time of the show. After all these little smaller plugs, it's time for the big one. It's plug time. Plug time. Here from the Brick City Blockade Star Wars Podcast Network and the Home Show. Sean Michaud, where can the good people find you across social media? You can, you guys can find me on Twitter at Sean Michaud One. Uh, follow my Instagram at it's Zone Z. Uh, find me on Facebook. Uh, follow my music on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. 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 And I'm gonna have new music out soon i don't know when yet but probably probably next year 2018 or, or, yeah mid-february probably i got some new stuff i've been working on recently so where can they find you you guys can follow me over on twitter at mr vote tweets please make sure to head on over to instagram follow me at the official vote for all my crazy eyebrow raising pie eating crazy. whatever 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 the rock says that's what i'm gonna say there it doesn't matter what you say um also, make sure to head on over to BrickCityBlockade.com for everything happening in the galaxy far, far away. Please make sure to head on over to iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Subscribe, rate, and comment because that's what brings on the epic guests. We have a lot of great announcements, some pretty big announcements uh, coming up right around the corner about some special guests, some great little talks we're going to have. So please make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment for everything happening at the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network. And again, everything happening in a galaxy far, far away. Thank you guys for listening to the home show. The home show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you. Thank you. And may the force be with you. Always.